Welcome to Strategies for Turbulent Times with your hosts, Matthew Werner and Dr. Kathy Greenberg, here to help you stare down adversity, adapt, improvise, and overcome the challenges you are facing in your own life. Now, here are Dr. Kathy and Captain Matthew. Welcome to Strategies for Turbulent Times. We're going to have an extraordinary show today. And I say that with a lot of love and a lot of compassion for anyone who is currently in the process of going through any kind of traumatic stress and specifically post-traumatic stress. Now, I know many of you are looking for information on law enforcement and critical incident management. Today, we're going to really dive into what it's like to go through a very medical, therapeutic uh, process. And we're going to talk a lot about our own experiences. When we were together last week, Matthew, you, our audience, and I, we had Dr. Shauna Springer with us talking a little bit about some of the developments around the Stella Center and how they operate. Uh, today, we're going to really focus on what's happened since the five days there and actually the five days since we left. It is exactly a week today. Matthew, welcome to the show. Give us your two cents on what we're going to jump into today. Thank you, Kathy. Um, yeah, happy Friday, everybody. Um, we always love to have a Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Um, this show, specifically, like Kathy was talking about, um, is on our own um, experience going through this procedure, which we'll talk more about the ketamine um, as well as the SGB uh, procedures. Um, but I'm just uh, to share with all of y'all, I'm here in uh, Stewart, Florida, sunny Stewart, Florida, uh, just renewing my captain's uh, license with the Coast Guard. Uh, and I share that with you because just having this procedure done last week, um, don't be scared. It's not going to change your life that drastically that you can't, you know, focus and study, um, you know, the next week after you get out of it. But uh, happy Friday, everybody. Well, I'm going to jump right in here. I just settled in um, <laughs> with a cup of coffee. And for those of you who don't know, I always drink coffee all day long, the caffeine queen. And since this procedure, I actually can't do caffeine. Um, <laughs> it it uh, really... Uh, disrupts my body processes. <laughs> and uh, so I've moved to decaf. Uh, but even that uh, has made a difference in my life. So I want to come from a, a little bit of a dif different perspective from Matthew. Matthew, and I think, Matthew, I think you should talk about your history and how this is going to help the guys and gals in your industry. And I'll come to it from my civilian experience with trauma. And then I think what we should really focus on is our individual experiences because I'm having a very different 
physical and mental experience um, than you are. So if it's okay with you, Matthew, I'm going to ask you if you would go first because our audience or your fans from law enforcement and the military, they're probably going to be a lot more interested in a military background for using this process versus a civilian background. But I will work into my experience some of the uh, childhood trauma that I had, adult trauma that I've had, and how that has changed and how I'm still processing this and will be processing this for a while. Is that okay with you, Matt? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Want, uh, Super. We just go ahead and just, just take in. off with this. <laughs> Don't hold back. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> All right. Well, so everybody just put a seatbelt on, uh, whatever harness you have on you. Uh, we're going to move fast here. Uh, just give you a little bit of history here. Uh, 25 years active duty. Um, at the pinnacle of my career, senior leader at a uh, Tier 1 uh, command within the United States Navy with the SEAL teams and boat teams, um, and the senior operator and leader. Um, and the reason why I share that is because what I've learned uh, throughout all, you know, the last 25 years, obviously, we've been at war for 20 years, um, we are decision makers, and we see a lot of trauma. We see a lot of, uh, we have a lot of traumatic uh uh, incidents or experiences, and we don't realize what's actually going on with our brain. And that's what I've been fortunate to understand and learn over the last uh, three to five years is to dial into, you know, what's going on with the brain and how does the brain operate. So I'm going to segue into throughout all those experiences and seeing different life experiences, uh, some more tra traumatic than others, but also just with the blasts, the exposures, the um, stuff that we deal with with military, you know, our brain is still being impacted. Okay, so walk with me on this. Going through this ketamine procedure, as well as um, the SGB, which is this late ganglion blocks, you can look it up and understand uh, basically, the, the procedure was developed from my, you know, keep a simple, stupid kind of method, thought, thought process here. It's to help with um, anxiety, depression, PTSD, uh, can help with traumatic brain injuries. Um, also, will help with um, hypervigilance, which when you're operating at such a high level, you just succumb to that knowledge and your brain starts getting wired to being able to make decisions rapidly, to be able to communicate rapidly, um, and to be able to just be successful, but also it's, it's developed to surviving. And that's what this whole procedure helps us become more of a normal thought process. So as I said, just strap in here because how our brains over time, whether you're a you know, senior executive, whether you're a professional in law enforcement, whether you're a tier one operator, whether you're military, whether you're any, any human, our brains over time get wired a certain way. Okay? So part that. Now, what this procedure does, 
as you live life and go through traumatic experiences, you tend to dwell or think back to these experiences, which start to carve a, um, a channel or some kind of, uh, and if you can just think about this, some kind of like groove into your brain. And the more times you think about that, you steer away from it because it was traumatic. And that channel continues to get deeper as you get older. What the ketamine does, and I love it because the first day, you know, the doctors asked me, like, you know, how, how do you feel? And I said, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, I, I kind of hate it because, it's, uh, you know, it is fall. as right uh, as Halloween was coming upon us. Um, but I said, it's like caramel being, you know, dripped over an apple. And what does that caramel do? It basically coats the apple. You don't see any of the blemishes. You know, it could have like a cut in the apple. You could have a bruise in the apple. But basically that caramel coats the apple and you know that the bruise is there. You know that the cut's there, i.e. the traumatic events. But you don't get triggered. You don't fall into that ravine or that cut or you don't intentionally stay away from that cut because you don't want to fall into the cliff of physiological, uh, mental, uh, and physical you know, effects that those traumatic events have caused you. So it basically fills in that gap, fills in that cut, and then coats it. And that way you can think about it. You're not going to go back to that, you know, situation or you're going to release those loved ones that you lost or those brothers in arms that you, you know, lost and, you know, you know, pay the ultimate sacrifice. But you're able to mentally be at peace with it. And that's what that caramel coating is. So, Kat, if you want to share some stuff uh, as far as what you feel, that'd be awesome. Well, I think for me, as I'm listening to you, and that's a beautiful metaphor, and I think metaphors are easy for people to, to visualize and to digest because this is such a complex subject, the brain. But I want to give everybody a, a perspective that is one of a, um, a behavioral science perspective. And what does that mean? Well, you know, little Kathy Greenberg grew up in Philadelphia. Uh, she had uh, two brothers, uh, a stepbrother, a mother and father who were, you know, by all means and by all, you know, outside views, a normal family. But you have a parent who is a, a celebrated celebrity, uh, especially in the, the tri-state area where we lived. And my mother had been a dancer. And so I grew up in a show business environment. And so we had a very erratic childhood. Um, my dad would go to work at four in the afternoon in a tuxedo uh, he was either on television or the radio and in nightclubs all along the New Jersey coast and uh, the Philadelphia area. Uh, he also traveled to areas where there was entertainment at the Poconos. And for those of you who aren't from the Eastern Seaboard, forgive me, but everybody knows Atlantic City, New Jersey. So my dad worked that circuit for many, many years. My mom by and large, was a stay-at-home mom. 
but moms don't always know what are going on with their kids. And when you have a third party come into your family, like a stepbrother when they're 13 and you're an eight-year-old girl, you don't always understand what those dynamics are going to be. You just have an open heart as a child. Uh, There were a lot of elements of what we experience in childhood that are, like Matthew said, leaving scars, digging those ravines in our soul. And the brain is the place where these ravines and bruises and scars are always present and we're always trying to create little bridges over them. Well, wow, somebody just said something to me at work that takes me back to being an eight-year-old child. Well, I don't want to express an eight-year-old child, but I have to express something or I have to become so careful about expressing my feelings that I stop expressing them. Does that make sense, Matt? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, everybody experiences trauma in different, you know, stages. There's no labeling. There's no calculation to it. But whatever it is that keeps you from being okay with confronting or experiencing, um, you know, the same situation and being able to think about it in a different manner is huge. Well, I just want to make sure the metaphor is working for people. So in your case, it's a very structured process and a lot of uh, banging on the body uh, and the heart. And in my case, it's growing up and not being able to feel safe and then having two wonderful brothers who were also impacted by this outsider And then thinking as you grow older that I've dealt with this and then your relationships are inconsistent. You find yourself in other situations Uh, for us, for both of us, Matthew, uh, my particular cancer um, and the, the breast surgeries. Uh, in 2021 and 2022, and then both of us being hit hard by Ian uh, in Sanibel, Florida, losing our home, our car, two storage units, pretty much our whole life. And it's not just the financial loss and the physical loss. It's struggling with the emotional loss of life and recovery in an environment where all those emotions that you had from your experience and my experience are now bubbling up all the time because we're raw. And when you go into this process, as Matthew said, I love the metaphor of the caramel apple. It's like the kintsugi of the gold filling in all the cracks in the bowls or broken pieces of pottery that become more beautiful as you grow and life pulls us apart almost like a broken vase or a broken bowl with that beautiful gold filler now being used 
to apply to those ravines so that we can create these bridges in our brains that allow us to think differently. And I just want to keep processing this out, Matthew. So let me just give everybody some insight. So on, on, on day one, you've already done your prep work with uh, individuals uh, who are, you know, calling you, making sure you're even eligible for the process. This is not something you go into lightly. And uh, once you're eligible for the process, then you get invited to participate. We're going to go to a quick break, but please don't go away. We're going to dive deeper into our personal experiences. We want you to learn as much as we can share. So don't go away. You're listening to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Results will always favor the peak performer. MagnusWorks is a cutting edge mobile app to help you and your team build peak performance across 11 critical well-being domains to go from great to Magnus. MagnusWorks balances individuals with real-time tailor-made check-ins with pulse vibes to increase mental, physical, and emotional well-being. It spans every aspect of your daily life. Get started now. Inspire, educate, impact, and transcend. MagnusWorks.com. That's Magnus, W-O-R-X.com. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Have a question for Dr. Cat or Captain Matt? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to uh, Strategies for Turbulent Times. Um, Today's show is just uh, Kat and I uh, just discussing a procedure that we uh, had uh, undergone uh, last week, which was the uh, ketamine as well as uh, an SGB, which is a stellate ganglion block procedure, uh, medical procedure that uh, 
helps and is was invented, designed, whatever word you want to use, to help with PTSD, anxiety, um, you know, hypervigilance, you know, a lot of stuff that, that you know, we, we all deal with uh, throughout a lifetime. Um, but just getting back into, so Kat was sharing about the relationship building and the trust, the, um, you know, the scars that we carry over a lifetime um, before we went to the break. And uh, we're going to just uh, dial back into that. So to give everybody kind of a understanding of what this procedure is, um, day one, you know, you walk in, you're like, okay, understand the science, understand the, um, you know, what it's supposed to do, but there's no expectations, okay? Um, now, Kat and I, we decided uh, before we went into this procedure to do it uh, together. Now, you can do it by yourself. You can do it with a loved one, i.e. a spouse, a significant other, um, but we decided to do it together. Now, when I say together, we were in the same room uh, during the procedures with academy and procedures. Um, we were holding hands, and that's going to be significant to understand how cool uh, this procedure was. Um, and we'll share some insights. So day one, we're, we're sitting in this, uh, you know, separate chairs. Um, there's a pillow in between the chairs that we're holding hands. We have, um, you know, like the, those aircraft, um, you know, if you do a red eye or whatever, you got the little little mask over your eyes, uh, and you have noise-canceling headphones on. So you're really being able to focus on your inner body and where you're at. But with this procedure... Obviously, like I stated, we're actually holding hands, okay? So we're, we are connected. Um, whether you believe in quantum physics, you know, all the energies of the universe, we're connected. Now, once you undergo the twilight, as we call it, once the, you know, you're hooked up to an IV, you're hooked up to the, you know, uh, blood pressure, you know, you have all the uh, medical um ways to, to monitor your body, you just go into a deep sleep called the twilight and you start envisioning all the stuff that you have in your past, which is very unique. Um, now, there's some lights, there's some darks, um, but the cool thing is that you are totally in control of what you want to think about. It's just at a deeper level. So, you know, envisioning, you know, combat, envisioning, um, like Kat was sharing, with having a uh, you know, family member that impacted her life as a young child, you have the decision and you can control what you want to look at, and you're kind of like just going through all these visions that you've had throughout your life. And at that time, you are actually confronting them, not in a bad way. But you're confronting them and saying, okay, yes, this scarred me. Yes, this was ugly. Yes, I have a lot of anger, quote-unquote, or a lot of hypervigilance or whatever, you know, negative effect that it's put on your body throughout the years to steer away from. 
you just confront it and say, okay, yes, it's there. I'm going to push that to the side. Now, one of the cool things about doing it together and what Kat and I seen um, since day one of this procedure, and it's a five-day procedure, you know, each day you go in about two, two and a half hours, um, Thursday and Friday, a little bit longer because you have the SGBs, the late uh, ganglion blocks, and we'll talk about that. But first three days, it was cool to see, okay, once you come out of that twilight, that deep thought, that deep, um, that deep vision, the stuff that Kathy actually seen, I, I experienced the same thing. Kathy, if you want to uh, go ahead and kind of uh, talk about that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so let me pick up here and get a little more specific. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you undergo just the, what they call the special forces or the special operations cocktail. And it's not just ketamine. I want to be clear with everybody. This is not just go plug yourself into ketamine. And I would put a big red alert out to anybody who is seeing these places pop up and these do-yourself-at-home kits um, that I've seen pop up, please, you want to do this with a medical team in a medical center with appropriate personnel. And I just want to give the warmest shout-out to our colleagues uh, at the Stella Center in Chicago. I'm not going to name them. They know who they are. We love you all uh, because... Between the, the nurses, the physicians, the neuroscientists, the people who have done this thousands of times, and, and they are mature professionals who have gone through the process in many instances themselves, they understand what you are experiencing. So let me put that there first, park that. We were in a very special program only for military tier one and their spouses. And it was architected to allow them to go through the process together because when you are under the twilight and you're side by side in these recliners holding hands while you're hooked up to the monitors and getting your cocktail, you have joint experiences that are remarkable. And every time Matthew and I came out of our session, we looked at each other. A, we were glowing. And B, I would say, did you see that? And Matthew would say, hell yeah, did you see this? And I would say, yes, I did. And what was amazing was the ability for us to experience each other's breakthroughs, each other's visual, each other's emotion. And when you're there holding hands with somebody and you, we were squeezing each other's hands at times, you know that you're not alone. You're not there going through this alone. Even though there's a wonderful team and staff around you coming in to monitor you, they come in every 15 minutes, you don't get interrupted. Sometimes they'll touch your hand. Sometimes they'll just, you know, adjust the monitor, check your IV, and then they quietly leave because you have on headphones, noise counseling, canceling, <laughs> noise counseling. I wish that was the case, noise canceling, 
headphones <laughs> and and a you know a blackout blinder. Those are our choices. You could sit there in the room regardless, but all you're going to see is beautiful white walls with beautiful greenery and some very lovely architected ceiling lights that look like outdoor uh, lighting. So you have a choice for how you want to go through this. Now, what was really powerful for me going past the beauty of the shared experience was I had a really deep trauma on Tuesday and everybody's going to have a different day where that occurs for you. And some people have it more uh, deeply than others. And for the record, evidently during this process, I was speaking words like such deep loss, um, such a waste of finances, a loss of babies. And I didn't realize that I had such deep trauma around things that I had experienced in the course of a life. But several of these experiences, for those who don't know me intimately, were late-term miscarriages um, in as late as my seventh month. And these were multiples. And so my body was just saying, we got to process this, girl. We got to get this out of you. You have never mourned the loss of these babies. You have never mourned the loss of your childhood. You have never mourned the loss of, you know, your, your breasts during cancer. You have never mourned the loss of your life in Sanibel. You've just, you march on, girl. You are superwoman. Well, for all of you who are listening, <laughs> I have cut up that card. <laughs> I no longer belong to the superwoman membership community. <laughs> and this deep experience on Tuesday allowed me to purge and cleanse all that. And it was necessary for my brain to rewire. Does that make sense, Matt? You want to jump in here? No, I, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, re reliving the experience with you on Tuesday um, but I think it's beautifully said there, Kat. Um, you know, it, it's it's really the stuff that you don't really think about. Like you're saying, you're Superwoman. You know, you march on, or you're Superman, and you march on. Um, you know, the only easy day was yesterday, one of our sayings in the teams. Um, but it, it, the reality is that it's still in your brain. And for this procedure to, to be, you know, be able to go through it, it's unbelievable on how you're able to face it, get through it, and mentally, whether you want to think about it or not, you know, subliminally, it's coded and, and it's pushed to the side. And you realize, like, you know, hey, your relationships are getting better. Your, your, your attention to detail, your trust, your love, and one of the favorite, one of my favorite terms that you brought up towards the end of the week is experiencing joy. You know, as, as we come, become old salts, as in my line of work, or, you know, just experts and just, you know, you reach burnout, you have no joy. You know, you have these questionnaires that say, you know, when's the last time you experienced joy? It's like, well, I enjoy every day. I'm successful. I love doing what I do. Uh, but you still have all those scars. And to experience joy 
for the first time, I can't thank the team enough to actually feel that. Yeah. And let me just jump in here because when Matt heard me declare that, um, it was actually on Wednesday. So Wednesday was a nice day again, a nice, easy day. Because Thursday and Friday are a little tougher because that's when you do um, the blocks. Now, you have to recognize that some of us have good veins and some of us don't have so good veins. And so when they come in to plug you into your cocktail and you're the girl that they have to find a vein for, I, I walked out of there by Wednesday looking like an abused woman. <laughs> you know, I bruise easily. I'm fragile. So... Uh, the team was so sweet and so mindful and trying not to injure me. And it didn't hurt. It just looked bad. And so Wednesday had an easier day. Matthew and I had a great visual together, which was crazy because we're independently going through this and then processing it out afterwards. And I said, were you at the party? And Matt says, the party where all our family was together. And I was like, is that amazing? Like, you see all of a sudden all my family members, all his family members, everybody having a great time, and he's having a similar experience from a different perspective, but it was amazing for us to share those insights. So on Wednesday, after the, you know, positive experience, um, having come out of the Tuesday trauma, which, of course, is manageable. Anybody who's listening, there's nothing for you to be afraid of. People are there with you. And you're not doing anything but laying in this recliner, having this twilight experience. They, they can tell by your finger cuffs and the other uh, monitoring apparatus they have on you, blood pressure cuffs. They can tell by your heart rate. They can tell by all of your vitals, whether you're okay or not. And they will come in and check and ask, and you can respond. Um, and in my case, unfortunately, I had had a little bit of water uh, before my treatment. And so I had some problems processing my digestive system and my respiration. And they came in right away. And it was all part of the trauma. Your body has to expel and express things the way that makes sense for you. And all of us will have a different experience. I'm just sharing mine. But what I said to Matt was on Wednesday when we were finished processing, we were just coming out of twilight, and the Stella staff is so amazing. They're always laughing. They're always happy. They're in a state of constant service to others in a joyful way. And I woke up hearing laughter, and that place can get very busy in the afternoons because they're so dedicated to serving so many. And I looked at Matthew, and I said, I'm hearing joy for the first time in decades. I'm going to let you jump in there, Matt, because <laughs> that was really and, powerful. You know, it's, uh, it's so true. And just for the audience here, when, when Kathy's talking about, you know, family and party, it, it's not just like you have a vision of, you know, family members. It was literally going down each name mm-hmm. of every loved one. And when she had the same experience, like to that detail, it was very cool. Yeah, but I want to just um, give you an opportunity to talk about your experience again, Matt. Let's let's start on Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday are a, a little bit, um, you know, 
longer experience because you have a little bit of a surgical procedure. It's very brief. Um, neither of us chose to have sedation. You can have total sedation. That's up to the individual. But for me, having had a year of surgical procedures related to the breast cancer and having gotten my body fairly cleaned up from all of those medications and, you know, recoveries, I didn't really want to do any more sedation. I really was happy with having a local. Well, we're going we're gonna to jump into a break right now. Uh, but, you know, come right back because we're going to talk about the actual procedure. And what I want everybody to anticipate here is I sat in on Matthew's and Matthew sat in on mine so I could see what this ganglion block looked like sitting next to the doctor as he's doing this procedure. And I cannot tell you what an amazing experience and visual you have when you see the liquid going in to the ganglion areas and breaking up all of the cells in there and freeing up that space for what not only became joy, but total immersion into what life is like, which you forget is there. So come right back. We're going to keep processing this experience in the hopes it will help you understand how you can be the best version of you. So don't go away. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Results will always favor the peak performer. MagnusWorks is a cutting edge mobile app to help you and your team build peak performance across 11 critical well-being domains to go from great to Magnus. MagnusWorks balances individuals with real-time tailor-made check-ins with pulse vibes to increase mental, physical, and emotional well-being. It spans every aspect of your daily life. Get started now. Inspire, educate, impact, and transcend. MagnusWorks.com that's Magnus, W-O-R-X dot com. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Welcome back to Strategies for Turbulent Times. Have a question for Dr. Cat or Captain Matt? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody, for, to uh, Strategies for Turbulent Times. Uh, today, it's just Kat and I just talking about a procedure that we uh, had undergone last week um, and just giving me a, kind of like the, the, the hindsight of uh, how amazing uh, the, the procedure is as far as it's a, like, Kat, I'm glad that you actually brought it in, um, or brought it to the audience. This is not like just go get a ketamine, you know, injection or get ketamine uh, procedures or SGB procedures. This was a cocktail designed specifically for uh, tier one operators as well as their significant others or spouses. Um, and it's very well thought out by medical experts. So just kind of a, as a, you know, disclaimer there, like don't just say, oh, yeah, okay, I see the stores like, you know, <laughs> offering, um, you know, this procedure. Don't go in there and just think that's going to be awesome. Because there's a lot of things when you're dealing with uh, these procedures that can go, uh, possibly go awry, but um, more importantly, you know that your trust, you have the trust of the experts that are administering it to you. So welcome back to the show. Uh, Kat was talking about the SGB, which is this delayed ganglion blocks uh, before we went to break. And uh, I'll just talk a little bit about it from my perspective. Um, so what the SGB is, is that uh, you have um, two, two parts of your neck, one on each side, the left and right side. And uh, what the procedure is, and, um, you know, I was fortunate to be able to watch Cat go through it. So I actually seen it on the ultrasound as they were uh, going through this procedure. Uh, what actually is inside the neck and how the doctors look at the injection to break up that, uh, that ganglion, um, and coming into it, I was very cautious about it. I was like, well, what, what are you injecting here? You know, what are you going after? So it was very cool to be able to actually, you know, visualize and see on the ultrasound what actually was going on. So what happens is that over time, from the science part of it, over time, especially being a tier one operator, is that your prefrontal cortex, um, which is your decision-making part of your brain, gets kind of not ruled out, but your molecular structure immediately goes to your amygdala. So you're used to making decisions rapidly. You're making decisions um, off of experiences. You're making decisions off of um, what your body molecularly was able to sustain life for survivability. And so throughout time, you immediately go to your amygdala and like, okay, nope, that, that's B, that's C, that's X, that's N, that's M, without going through the whole decision process of your prefrontal cortex. Well, and a lot of experts can explain this better than me. I'm just a knuckle dragger. I like to keep it simple, stupid. But... It's more of uh, bringing in a prefrontal cortex so you're able to make more of a decision 
off of different things instead of just immediately going towards that decision. You know, why do I bring that up? Hey, Matt. Throughout life, we place, yep, go ahead. No, what I, all I wanted to say was if, if you could show them visually what you saw happening, because we only have about maybe 10 minutes left for this show, so we're not going to be able to go into how the neuroscience works. I just want people to, to see visually what you saw on the screen, because in a nutshell, the prefrontal cortex is where we have um, creative problem solving. And so what Matt's saying is basically the amygdala over all of this period of time has been doing survival decision-making. So it's going to know a lot. No, 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 stop, 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 can't, can't, can't. And, and so it's basically rerouting you away from your creativity, away from your possibility and away from decisions that would expand your capacity. And so when that gets narrowed to the point where you're not using anything except your core decision-making skills, as Matt's described, right, you, you're, you're blocked. You really can't get past where you are at that point in time. So the ganglion block goes in there, Matthew, and I just wanted you to, to experience for them what you saw, which is the needle goes into that area and they flood it with a liquid that literally opens that space. You can see it happening. Well, that's, that is very well said. And uh, as everybody knows us, that's why I say you're the brain, I'm just the capability, you know. Um, no, I love it. No, very well said, Dr. Kathy. Um, but, yeah, it, it literally it opens up that aperture um, of decision-making and thought process, which slows you down. Um, I felt, you know, just not slowing down as a bad thing in the last, you know, five is, you know, 10 days. Um, but it's just more of a methodical, just kind of balance of thought process. You know, Kathy, you know, being, you know, my, my, my beautiful wife there, she, uh, always calls me the no man. Well, the no man hopefully is gone because I like to listen to a lot more things. Um, just seeing different angles of stuff like I used to when I was younger. Um, and just being more balanced and listening and open-eared uh, to what's going on um, instead yeah, of let me, immediately going to... Let, let, let me give you... I want to give the audience an example. So Matthew owns the night, okay? He's operated in the night, as he calls it, in the black, in the dark for his entire career. And so naturally for him, he owns the night. People that have been on our boat with us when Matt is running the boat at night, you know, they're mortified. And Matt's, like, having a great time. Like, he, he can see everything. They can't see the things that he's been trained to see. So the bottom line is Matthew owns the night. So a normal day for Matthew would be getting a lot done during the day, and then somehow he miraculously rallies at, like, 11 p.m. and then wants to go do some extraordinary, I don't know, like, we, we, we call it um, uh, arts and crafts. He'll decide for some reason he wants to go rebuild an engine or do something. And, you know, he'll be up there cranking away until 4 a.m. in the morning, and then he'll crash and start over again. Well, 
that's not a healthy way to live your life. And it's certainly not a balanced way to live your life. Not that he's not capable of that, but he doesn't need to do that anymore, right? So he, he had to rewire, and you actually see that burst of liquid going into the, the, the area where the block was, and you see it expand and free up that space. And what that does is it allows the body to get out of that rote schedule and that rote learning that it's adapted to so that it can do more things in balance with your desires in life. Did I say that okay, Matt? No, very well said. I mean, it took you how many years for you to, uh, you know, beat it into me? And I'm just like, what? It's how I deal is. So don't tell, honey, don't, don't tell people I beat you <laughs> on the air. That's, I, and, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a bad rap for that at the beginning of our program because I said some things that seemed like it was physical abuse. And let me just say this in the last few minutes that we have. You know, it's a week out and all my bruises are gone and they were minor. They were bruises in my hand or my arm or, or where they did the, the ganglion block. And I want everybody to know that I was exhausted. I slept um, on the plane home on Saturday and the drive home on Saturday. And I slept all day Sunday and all day Monday. And I was getting scared. I was worrying that Kathy wasn't going to ever come back. I'm sure other people were relieved, but <laughs> I was worried. No. I didn't put two... I couldn't put two sentences together that made sense. And then all of a sudden, Tuesday night, it all kicked in. And on Wednesday morning, unfortunately, my team woke up to 42 scripts that I had created between 1130 at night and, uh, and 6 a.m. in the morning because it works. That's the bottom line. It works. And I could just cry with tears. Here I am, you know, a week later to the day and I'm a new me and I'm a new me in a better way, in a more balanced way. And of course the team comes back to me and says, uh, 42 scripts is a little insane, but we'll take half of them. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, the magnusworks.com app requires us to create scripts that we then create videos around so that we can feed all of our teams that are out there using the app for well-being. So they can get what they need and get the nutrients to continue to do the great job you all do in the communities where you serve us, whether you're wearing the cloth of our nation or the cloth of our municipalities. So, Matthew, any words you want to get in here before we have to start closing down? And please don't ask me what kind of socks I wear because I don't wear socks. (laughs) (laughs) No, I tell you, that's... um... You know, just beautifully said there, Kat. Um, you know, it's, it's, we, you know, we, we only do this is to help and we feel like we're in a position, Kathy and I, to, to give back. Um, you know, being a military service member for so long, you know, Kathy being a behavioral scientist, understanding, you know, societies and what's going on with the ugliness. Uh, we, we only do this because we want to help as many as possible. And honestly, like I say, it's just planting seeds. I mean, it's, and then watching that, you know, that seed grow. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Just, um, not saying that this is a, the end all be all fix all procedure, but it's just a procedure that Kathy and I went through. Um, and we are reaping the benefits from it. Um, and I, I just want to nail this on the head once again, is that, don't just go out there and look for some, you know, some person that's, you know, given this, this, uh, 
this this uh, procedure, the team that we experienced was next to none as far as who they were, what they were, what they were, what they stood for, and um, just the 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 environment was impeccable. Um, so appreciate you uh, to the team out there that uh, supported Cat and I through this. Well. We're coming to the end of our show. Um, Matthew, you're up in Stewart. I'm down in Melbourne. And uh, our little puppy just came in here to bring me a toy. I think she kind of knows that it's that time of day. But uh, for all of you who've been listening, uh, we cannot thank all of you enough for the warm welcome. We are well over uh, 12,000 on-demand listeners. And we love you. And we are so grateful for all of you. And anything we can do to support you, you have our contact information. Go to the host page. Just reach out, and we will share with you. And a shout-out to the Stella team and our special friend and colleague at Magnus Works, Doc Shauna Springer, for bringing this opportunity to our attention. We love you all. Have an amazing week. We're going to be bringing you uh, another session with Dr. Springer. And we're also going to have our friend, my brother, (laughs) Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, coming up for you on Thanksgiving. So enjoy. We'll see you soon. Take care. And most of all, we love you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Strategies for Turbulent Times. We hope Dr. Cat and Captain Matt were able to help you create a plan or simply steer clear of the unknown with ways to overcome challenges in your own life. Until next time, be brilliant and stay fearless. <laughs>